Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Can we give Jesus a great big round of applause tonight? He's worthy. Woo! Man, this place is rubbed up tonight. Hallelujah. Feels good. You can't get this feeling anywhere else. It's only in the house of my God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Appreciate the Lord for allowing us just to come here and be able to worship the Lord. Amen. When the service gets up that high, you just kind of got to bring it down a little bit. Not so much in spirit, but in, in the momentum. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord God Almighty, help us tonight to be able to preach your word. Again, we want to welcome everybody to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's... It's the best place you can be tonight. I don't care what the devil says. This is the best place anybody can be tonight. Is in the house of the Lord. Appreciate the Lord again for uh, Brother Steve and his wife that is here tonight. Sister Veronica and her uh, baby. They've been an honored guest uh, for a couple days now. Amen. And we want to uh, welcome them tonight. Also very happy to uh, see my aunt here. Aunt Josie's here tonight. And uh, my boy, uh, David, my cousin, and his wife, Kathy. Amen. We're very happy to have them here tonight. Uh, see Joe Villapando here also tonight. I want to welcome you, amen, to the house of the Lord. Um, God bless you all. Amen. Man, I feel good tonight. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah want to read a portion of scripture uh, to you tonight, found in the book of Judges, chapter 12. Some of you know this by heart, the story at least, not so much the scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. The book of Judges, chapter 12 tonight, beginning with verse 5, uh, very familiar story. It says... And the Gileadites took the passages of Jordan before the Ephraimites. And it was so that when those Ephraimites which were escaped said, Let me go over. That the men of Gilead said unto him, Art thou an Ephraimite? If he said nay, then said they unto him, Say now, Shibboleth. And he said, Sibboleth. For he could not frame to pronounce it right. Then they took him and slew him at the passages of Jordan. There fell at that time of the Ephraimites forty and two thousand. Hallelujah. Praise God. And for just a few minutes tonight, we're not going to preach to you very long. We just want to leave with you a, a thought that the Lord has impressed in our hearts. I'm going to invite you that we go to the Lord. Jesus, we love you. Appreciate you. Give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the spirit that is in this place tonight. Tremendous spirit of worship, God. We ask you that with this same spirit, Lord, you anoint me tonight. Anoint my heart, my mind, my lips of clay tonight. Anoint the ears and the hearts of your people, those that are here tonight, to hear your word, God. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Church, more than ever before, it is important for you and I to be actively a part of a church that is on fire for God. Amen. The time of being part of a church that was más o menos, those days are over. You will not survive in a church that is more or less. If you're going to get yourself into the church, and if you're going to be part of a church, make sure that that church is on fire for God. Hallelujah. Make sure that it is a church that preaches the truth more than anything else. doesn't have to be a very beautiful church. doesn't have to be a very big church. I'm almost describing this church, ain't I? Amen. Well, maybe I'm biased here. I don't know. It doesn't have to be that way. But as long as it's a church that is on fire for God, they will preach to your soul what your soul needs to hear. That's the most important thing in the time that we're living in. Hallelujah. Because I'm telling you, everything is against us. You've heard me say this many times, but I'm telling you the truth. Everything is against us tonight. Amen. Uh, within the church itself, there is a battle that is being fought. There is a revolution. There is a civil war that is taking place even among our own people tonight. And the world itself is against us. We know that. Nobody needs to tell us that. But not only the world, but the government. We told you that before we've given you studies on that. Even the government. Everything outside of this church is contrary to what God wants in your life tonight. I believe that before we make it to the house of the Lord, there's a battle. There's a struggle to get here. Amen. The devil tries to throw in his monkey wrench into the mechanism before we can get to the house of the Lord. But once you make it in these doors or through that door, amen, something can happen. A miracle can take place. You walked in here a certain person, but you can leave a different person. And the devil knows that because he knows the power of God's word. He knows the power of God's spirit tonight. Amen. I don't care how bad we are or how far gone we may feel we are. Amen. I'm telling you that if the Spirit of the Lord moves upon you, who am I to say, no, it can't be? Who is your neighbor to say, no, there's no hope for him. There's no hope for her. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, when the Spirit of the Lord moves, brother, I mean, he's, he's the chief shepherd. Amen. He's the one that knows what we're going through. And he's the one that can make everything all right tonight. Hallelujah. But if there's ever been a time that we need to be actively a part of a church that is on fire for God, it's in the time that we're living in today. Amen. Hallelujah. The days of the church that was a social place are over there's no there's no such thing anymore amen this church is and every church that is claiming to be christian brother have got to give it all that they've got amen more than ever. i love that study brother ralph gave this morning amen i don't know I, I said to myself how can people sit back here and i sat on the last pew and, and not say nothing I mean, I'm a, I'm a pastor, you know, I'm a minister, I've got my license, got credentials and all that stuff. But I couldn't sit there and not say nothing. I mean, I was waving my hands and saying praise God and, and worshiping God because the word of God, brother, it doesn't matter who is saying it or who is preaching it. It's the word of God, brother. It, 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 it's sharp and it's quick and it's powerful. And I'm telling you tonight, amen, we need to be a part of a church that preaches the word of God. Hallelujah. We need to be a part of a church tonight, amen, that will give us the antidote to everything the devil throws our way tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you say Amen. And I'm telling you, I feel that at times the devil is rolling in a Trojan horse. Amen. He's rolling in Trojan horses to every church that I know tonight. 
But you cannot be fooled by that Trojan horse that is trying to be wheeled into your church or into your home tonight. Hallelujah. That, that horse is hollow. And it carries with it something that is going to be your destruction. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, God is trying to make the church aware in the time that we're living in. Hallelujah. Not to allow the Trojan horses to be wheeled into our churches and into our congregations. Hallelujah. God wants us to be sure. Amen. Hallelujah. That no matter how sly and how slick the devil is. Amen. And you know, the funny thing about it is, is this. Hallelujah. Is that we're not the most intellectual people. Amen. We're not the most smartest people on the face of the earth and just by the way we present ourselves you can tell that amen but the funny thing about it is that God is not looking for intellectuals he is not looking for sophisticated people he's looking for ordinary people tonight hallelujah to do the extraordinary the supernatural amen because you know what sometimes we come in here brother with thoughts and concepts and ideas and all of a sudden good old uneducated unsophisticated unso uh, un uh, un un uh, what is that word that I used a few minutes ago anyways we get up here and all of a sudden begin to expound and all of a sudden the concepts are torn apart amen our ideas and our ideals about what we thought were good and all of that all of a sudden they just start to be torn apart by the word of God that's what God intended it to do my friend he doesn't want us to get in here and begin to build our kingdom we are not of this world tonight church let me say that again we are not of this world amen we're just a passing through the song says amen the Bible says that we are pilgrims tonight what is the pilgrim my friend hallelujah we are pioneering through this way amen i'm not building a home in this world brother i'm not looking to stay in this world i'm just passing through amen i'm kicking the devil on the way through this world hallelujah i'm letting the devil know devil you know you don't have me for good i'm only here for a little while but while i'm here i'm gonna give you hell hallelujah i'm gonna tell it from the mountaintops i'm gonna shout it from the rooftops amen the truth of god's word tonight can you say amen tonight but there is a battlefield that we are in tonight and we need to recognize that amen I told the brothers and I'm telling everybody everywhere I go amen that the devil is attacking our young people like never before amen he is attacking the home he is attacking the relationship like never before amen and if there's ever been a time that we need to expose the devil and all of his work it's in the time that we're living in today amen we need to we need to expose him we need to leave him out there naked brother we need to pull the blankets from off of him hallelujah he's coming in through every way that I can think imaginable. Amen. He's coming in not only through the church. Amen. Not only through the tradition. Not only through the systems. Amen. But he's coming into our living rooms through television. He's coming in through our living rooms through cable. He's coming in through every which way that I know. He's coming through music. He's coming through all kinds of it. He's coming through our educational system. He's coming through the government. He's coming through every which way that I can think possible that he can come in. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you my friend that's why the church has got to be vigilant that's why the church has got to be wide awake amen when you see your young people not worshiping God you got to get in there and find out why aren't you worshiping God amen oh you don't understand brother Eddie hallelujah my mind's been somewhere else my mind is finding itself another home hallelujah I'm telling you brother there's, there's I mean the time has come amen when we got to call the devil out by name amen we got to look at him in the eye and say what's wrong tonight hallelujah I'll tell you what's wrong pastor my imaginations aren't what they should be hallelujah then somebody better preach it tonight. Somebody better quit pretending that everything is all right. You need a shot of the Holy Ghost. You need to be prayed through. You need to speak in tongues. You need a touch from God. 
And he's coming in with everything that he's got, brothers. I'm telling you. That's what, that's what, that's what, that's what astounds me. Is that I'm sitting there and I'm hearing the word of God, brother. And man, it's exactly what I need. Wow. I said, man. Here I am getting comfortable. Here I am thinking like brother Steve said tonight that I'm a veteran. There are no veterans in God. As a matter of fact, the older you get in this thing, the crazier and the more radical you ought to be for God. You know why? Because you're starting to know what he's all about. Hallelujah. When I came here, I didn't really know what he was about. I didn't know exactly what his power consisted of. But now that I know him, hallelujah, I'm telling you, brother, I'm getting this book and I'm running with it. Hallelujah. What are you shouting about? I know who he is. Hallelujah. What are you praising God about? I know who he is. Amen. Hallelujah. I didn't know what he was all about, but now I do. Amen. I'm telling you, when I first got into this thing, I didn't know if I was willing to die. I didn't know if I was willing to give up everything hallelujah but now my friend I'm telling you I want to be able to say that Paul said for me to live is Christ for me to die is gain I want to be able to say like Peter said when they said Peter we're going to crucify you he said wait a minute for me to die like the Lord died is more than I could ask for hallelujah they said okay then we're going to crucify you upside down he said bless God hallelujah I'm not worthy to die like Christ died I'm telling you tonight church of the living God we need to be awake we need to be able to tell where the devil's coming through if he's coming through the window somebody run somebody run under the window, shout in his face, tell him you can't come into this house. He's coming in and he wants our children. What are you going to tell your kids when they see two homos walking down the street? Can you explain that to them? The day's coming when they're going to come out. They're not going to be ashamed. And that day is already now. You can see them walking through the streets. What are you going to tell your children when they see two men walking together, hugging? Mama, how come there's two men hugging? I don't know. It's because they're weird. No, you better have something more, more profound to tell them than that. Hallelujah. Me, how you see is because the word of God says that in the end times, uh, these things were going to happen. Uh, when you see two young ladies, hallelujah, you're going to have to explain all that to your kids. Amen. When they close down the Christian schools uh, and, they, and they stop allowing religion to be preached. Amen. Uh, what are you going to tell your kids? Hallelujah. Oh, me, I don't know what's wrong. No, you got to be able to open up the word of it. That day is coming, my friend. Uh, I'm telling you, we're on the last mile, Brother Ralph. Uh, and if there's ever been a time that we got to preach it, it's in the time that we're living in today. Amen. I'm telling you the truth tonight. Amen. The devil's throwing everything he's got, including the kitchen sink tonight. Amen. I want my kids to know what's right. I want them to know what's wrong. But I'm telling you, we're finding it very hard to define what is right and what is wrong in the churches today. But thank God for Holy Ghost filled churches, my friend, that'll still tell you that black is black and that white is white. There is no gray area. Amen. If you want to come this is not the church for you but if you want to tread on the devil if you want to preach the truth this is the church for you tonight you may be seated tonight everybody wants their children to be exposed to good literature as a part of their education we want our kids to appreciate good information brother we want them to appreciate good things in life including arts and I gave you a lesson not too long ago how the devil has even assaulted the art world. 
Amen. Through, through paintings and pictures and all kinds of stuff. Never have we seen art so bold like we're seeing it in the days that we're living in today. Amen. And, and I'm telling you, brother, I, my parents never took me to the art gallery. You know, you know man, we're, we're going to go to the art gallery today. All right. How many of your parents ever took you to the art gallery on a regular basis? Anybody here? Well, what's the matter with you people? Or how about, how about, did they ever take you to hear the symphony or, or some great orchestra? Anybody here? No? Oh. All right. No, they never taught us that. Amen. But we want our children to grow up with good information. We want them to appreciate what good music is really all about. Can you say amen? We want them to understand, amen, that there's a difference between good music and bad music. And we want our church to understand that too. That there's a difference between just music and real music. Amen. Hallelujah. We want them to understand that, that the music that we got, you can still dance to it. You can still clap your hands to it. You can still feel excited about it. Hallelujah. But the devil has come in, brother, and he's taken that art. And he's, 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 uh, he's distorted it, even. And he's using it against the church. Amen. He's not, I mean, that rock music and all that trash that's out in the world, it's not for the people of the world, brother. It, it's, it's to try and entice our people. It's to try and entice our kids. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, if we can define to our children what is good and what is not good. Hallelujah. Well, brother Eddie, you know... Uh, um, it's just a matter of what you think and to you this might be wrong but to other people it's not wrong amen so it's a, it's all according to what you define to be wrong amen that's a bunch of garbage hallelujah you need to filter that concept through the word of God amen I'm telling you that concept's got more holes than Swiss cheese brother amen and when you when you filter it through the word of God hallelujah it'll come out at not the Bible says hallelujah oh I'm telling you let every man be a liar but God's word true tonight hallelujah I'm telling you we need to go back to the good old-fashioned gospel preaching, uh, Holy Ghost preaching, hallelujah, where God would be able to speak to his people uh, and his people would be able to leave this place changed. Amen, what's all this? What in the world is all that? That's rap. Get down, rap. And our kids are there. Amen. That's not music. There's a message behind that rap. What's all this, this body movement? Sexual body movement. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to get you to think something. Amen. Oh, man, I can watch that stuff. It doesn't affect me. You, you must be crazy. You must be dead. You can watch a woman doing her stuff on television, on that screen, and she's doing all those sexual body movements, and you not get aroused, and you not think, wow, what's she doing? Amen. You must be dead or you're a homo. I'm telling you the truth tonight. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, hey, the devil is coming. Hey, you know the funny thing about it is that we wheeled that Trojan horse right into our living room, and we sat him down. We didn't know, but inside that Trojan horse, my friend, stood our very death. Amen. And I'm telling you, my friend, we have let the appetites of our young people, amen, by allowing them to see this trash, amen, uh, and then we wonder why they're falling into fornication, uh, and then we wonder why they're leaving God, uh, I'll tell you,
you why because the parents uh, allowed the Trojan horse uh, right into the living rooms I'm telling you it's time that the church stand up and say wait a minute uh, we need to draw the line uh, oh come on brother Eddie that sounds inspirational I'm not being inspirational the word of God says that it's wrong brother it preaches that it's wrong if it was wrong 2,000 years ago it must still be wrong are you going UPC? I'm not UPC. I'm not apostolic. I'm not Pentecostal. I'm not all that, brother. I'm a child of God. And I tell you, I bear the marks. I bear the marks tonight. I don't belong to Paul and I don't belong to Apollos. I don't belong to anybody. I'm telling you, brother, I bear the marks of Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul said tonight, Guys on that television doing all kinds of movements and gestures and all this and that. I mean, it's bad. Amen. What do you tell your kids? Amen. And we wonder why they're out there messing around and doing the thing. You're allowing them to wet their mouth. My five-year-old can tell you that what he sees on the television makes him want to do it. Amen. I told you my idea about what I thought about videos. I never thought like that, but now I do. Because I see my little ones, man. Oh, but I can handle that. It's all in your mind. Brother, I have, enough, I have a hard enough time keeping myself tuned in with God. And then to feed myself. You know what? I believe that if I can't watch something with my kids in front of me, as an example, I shouldn't be watching it. You're getting dogmatic. Call it whatever you want, brother. I'm going to make heaven my home. I'm telling you the truth. Amen. If we have to send our kids to the room, go to the room. Go to the room right now. There's a sex scene coming up. Go to the room. We don't literally say that, do we? We don't say, oh, here comes a bad part. Go to the room. Close your eyes. What are you telling them, you dummy? You're telling them something is about to come up that we don't want you to see. And in their little minds and in their concept, why are you seeing it? Because we's grown up and we's adults. Well, they don't understand that. Amen. They must feel, well, man, I sure would like to see that. And they're in the room and they're looking through the hall. And they're trying to see what's going on. And they see you watching that stuff. I'm telling you, when they go out and commit fornication, you got nobody to blame but yourself. Amen. When they go out and they fondle another little girl's body and they start to do this and do that, you got nobody else to blame but yourself. You know why? Because you fed them that stuff. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, my friend, this is the truth tonight. That's why God said, Hallelujah, be holy as I am holy and touch not the unclean. Why? Because you're going to defile your children. You're going to pollute the minds of your kids. Amen. I'm telling you, when they pick up that pornography book, hallelujah, I'm telling you, somebody has been wetting their lips with that garbage. And you might say, I wouldn't let my kids do that. I'm telling you, brother, this thing about kids coming out pregnant, it's in the church now. It's in the church. Amen. Well, think about your little daughter right now. What if she came out pregnant? Ooh. 
muero. Uh, me muero. But you're allowed, you're, the Trojan horse is inside. Or your little boy goes out and gets somebody pregnant. Oh man, I'll beat that poor like nobody else has been. Somebody else, somebody should have beat you. Well, you know, it's not the end of sin that's wrong. It's the beginning of sin. That's what's killing us, brother. Amen. It's not, it's not after the sin is committed that, 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 oh my God, they blew it. They, oh God, oh man, oh man, you're going to get it now. Oh, I'm telling you, somebody should have gotten stirred up and excited when the Trojan horse was trying to break through the living room. Hallelujah. Somebody should have stood up in arms and said, wait a minute, man. We are falling asleep here. The devil's creeping in and we don't even see it. Hallelujah. Oh, bless God, Peoria. It's time that we open up our eyes and see that the devil is moving. I know you don't like that, but I don't care. I'm going to tell the truth. I know you don't like it, but I'm going to tell the truth. I walked into a store and there was a lady talking about uh, dirty dancing. It was a pawn shop. And she's, oh, you know my niece, she, no, my granddaughter, she just loved that movie. Oh, she's seen it about four times. And oh, she can dance just like them. You better, you're grooming her. You're grooming that little girl. I'm telling the devil, he's attacked even the art world, brother. What was intended to be something of beauty, something that would inspire, something that would bring joy. The devil has turned around and he has used it to distort and to corrupt our young people. In a world that is often made ugly through human error, brother, art would remind us of the beauty. And at times it would bring us face to face, amen, with, the, with reality, amen, hallelujah. But I'm telling you, the art world is under great attack, amen, and the church has got to preserve good Holy Ghost time, amen. I'm telling you the truth tonight, amen. We, we cannot let this thing become monotonous. We cannot let this thing become old, hallelujah. I'm not talking about moving, staying here and not moving on. Let's move on, hallelujah. I, I hope to God that, I mean, hear me tonight, Lord. Please give us, give us all the music that we can contain. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, if we, if we don't have very much room, that's all right. We'll build room. Amen. Give us all the music we need. Hallelujah. But don't let our kids, amen, begin to be attracted to the things of this world. And God help our parents to wake up. Amen. You don't realize the messages that are coming out of that music subliminally that are telling, telling your kids to go out and do certain things. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, some of the main causes of of young death today my friend it's not cancer it's not leukemia it's not cancer it's not all these things you know what the young the, what the major cause of death in young people today is can somebody say what it is suicide don't be scared say suicide hallelujah our kids are killing themselves amen i just heard not one not too long ago brother about a seven-year-old hallelujah that god his daddy's gun stuck it in his mouth and he blew it where could he have gotten that concept at my friend i'm telling you there there's ignorance there's 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 ignorance in the child's heart the bible tells us that but i'm telling you somebody allowed the trojan horse into that child's life amen he got the idea somewhere brother why didn't he just put it to his head no He's seen somebody stick it in their mouth, uh, blow the trigger, blew his head. Uh, seven years old. Uh, I'm telling you, my friend, uh, I will fight the devil tooth and toenail. I will fight the devil with everything that I've got.
God. I don't want to see this. I don't want to even hear about it. It's happening. I'm telling you, it's become a civil war. This art that we're hearing and seeing is not, it's not uplifting. It's not inspirational, but it's debasing. It's blasphemous and disgusting. It doesn't enlighten. It doesn't inspire. It debases and it depresses. The art world has crossed the boundaries, brother, into what is now obscene, indecent, and has even stepped into the realm of exploitation of children. Amen. Under the First Amendment, they're protected to the freedom of freedom of expression, the freedom of speech. Amen. The freedom to express oneself. Amen. There is artwork out there today, brother, that depicts Christ. Amen. As a drug junkie injecting cocaine into his needle-ridden arm. Some of you haven't seen this, but this stuff is out there already. Amen. Showing Christ. Amen. With a needle stuck in his arm. Amen. With a syringe in his hand. Amen. Shooting cocaine into his into his veins. Amen. One artist showed and displayed a jar with fetal parts. You know what that is, my friend? It's it's a child. It's a it's a it's a fetus, amen, inside of a jar, the pieces, after after having her own abortion, she depicted it, what it looked like, amen, I'm telling you it's out there, brother, and you know who's funding some of these major artists, your government, amen your taxes are, are, are paying for some of this artwork that is being produced in the world today, amen, Andres Serrano contributed his work of art to our society, and this is what he drew, he drew a picture of a crucifix being submerged in a jar of his own urine, amen I'm telling you, brother, everything, nothing is escaping the devil's hands. Everything is being attacked. Amen. I know I told you some of this the last time. Maplethorpe, who also contributed to the art world by painting a picture of a man urinating into another man's mouth. He died of AIDS in 1988. Amen. And these artists are some that were federally funded by the government. Amen. In 1988, we got a glimpse of what the new and young artists were being taught in the Chicago School of Arts. Amen. By the taxpayers' money. Amen. There was an exhibit, brother, that the only way you could see it was by stepping up two steps and they, they put an American flag on the floor and before you could see what was being exhibited you had to step on the American flag and you know who was supporting that brother? The Chicago School of Arts amen. That's one of the biggest art schools in the United States today amen and they supported that stuff. You know what? There were there were veterans that were walking in there and they said this is wrong and they fold up that flag amen and you know what tell today what is what is good and what is bad in the church amen. That's why we need pastors my friend that, that have a backbone hallelujah that aren't scared tonight hallelujah that aren't scared to lose their members uh, and tell the truth you know why because your children uh, are at risk tonight course you had radicals oh they were ready man they were waiting they were standing in line they got to step on the american flag radicals rebellious amen they were ready brother to wipe their feet on the symbol for whom millions of men and women have bled and died for but i'm telling you the church has also its radicals amen who are just waiting for a new fad to hit the world we're just waiting for something new to hit the church so that they can try it out and bring it into the church. 
Hallelujah. I call them spiritual radicals. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. But you know what? I tell you what, we're not we're not funded by your government tonight. Hallelujah. We're not established upon your creed or upon your, your constitution tonight. Hallelujah. My constitution, mother, hallelujah, it supersedes every constitution that man has ever established tonight. Amen. And I'm not scared to tell you. I'm not scared, amen, of your freedom of speech or your freedom to, to express yourself tonight. I'm here to tell you the truth tonight. Amen. You're not going to walk on the name of Jesus in this church. Hallelujah. You're not going to step on the bloodstained banner in this church. Hallelujah. If anything, you're going to lift it up. You're going to wave it. You're going to show it to the world. We got radicals in the church. Sisters have to sit down like this now. Praise the Lord. Otherwise, somebody's going to see your chonies. Brother, that's not right to say chonies in the church, brother. Who said? Show me. Well, you know better than that. All I know is that people are showing their chonies, and I know better than that. That they shouldn't. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. There's a, there's a youth camp picture of a sister who's sitting in the front and she's got her hand like this. Amen. Hey, man, these are people that, that, that are, Lord, have mercy. Just it's radical. A new haircut hits the world, and our young people want to try it out. You know when the lions came out? A couple of brothers here wanted to try it, little lions. They did it real light so they wouldn't be able to tell. Can, can, can tell. They didn't it sounded so dumb, probably trying to explain it to the barber. Uh, can you do something right here? Oh, oh, you mean lions? Oh, no, no, no. Not not lions, lions, but you know, just kind of make it look different here. Kind of, well, kind of like lions, but not lions. When this thing came out, remember when this thing came out? I heard a few brothers try that. Radicals. I'll check it out. I'm going to try it out. Hallelujah. Amen. I gave him $5 and tell him, go back and finish that haircut. Amen. I'm telling you the truth, my friend. We need to tell these young people the way it is. New fad comes in. You can't run over there and jump into it like, like nobody else's business. That's crazy. Hallelujah. Clothes from the world. I mean, you know, we want to dress sharp. We want to look nice. But come on, man. Let's not be radical about this thing. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, man. We're trying everything. You know, there was a man who went before the, the NEA, National Endowment for the Arts, to see if he could get a grant for something that he wanted to do in the National Cathedral. He wanted to do the facade for the National Cathedral, but he was turned down flat by the NEA because they felt that his work was representational and religious. They said, this is not art. We want somebody that can do art in front of this building. The man's name was Frederick E. Hart. And this is the same man who designed the beautiful bronze statue of the three servicemen that stands near the Vietnam War Memorial in honor of the thousands who gave their lives in that far-off conflict, 
They denied him a grant, brother. He said, I can build something. I can do something with a facade of the National Cathedral. I can fix it. I can do something. Just give me a grant. And they would not give it to him. But yet they're giving it to all these other crazy cycles, amen, that are out there doing all kinds of disgusting and obscene things, exploiting children and all that. But this man, brother, they would not give him a grant. It shows you, brother, how evil is against good. Amen. There was a time when public art would reinforce the beliefs and the traditions and the confidence of a nation. I'm telling you, brother, when you would see the, the wall of all those people that died in war, it was inspirational. It was touching. It was emotional. When you seen the, the, the statue of the men at Iowa Jima, amen, you'd see them holding the flag. It was inspirational. Some people wanted to say, man, I want to be like them. I want to do that. I want to be a hero. They were heroes, man. They were looked upon. They were, they were admired, amen. The three servicemen that are also by this Vietnam memorial, amen. All these things were admired at one time. When you see Lincoln sitting on his big chair. All that stuff meant something one time. Now they're trying to say that Lincoln was, was a homo. I'm telling you, they're bringing everybody. They're trying to say that George Washington was, was this and was that. You know what? I think all that trash is communism. And maybe I'm biased. Maybe I just don't want to believe it. I don't know why. But you know what? It's like the devil to take a cheap shot at somebody that, that has a good testimony. He's trying to do that to you. Amen. Trying to tell us that, that you don't know what you're doing, that you're crazy. That you, oh, man, they're just a bunch of radicals. They're just a bunch of this. Hallelujah. Hey, man, I don't care what you think. Hallelujah. We're doing our best. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There was, there was a guy that came out here. He was complaining about the brothers living in the back, and you shouldn't have men living there, and this and that. He owns a business down the road here, and that's, that's, not, that's not right. And, and I don't know what. I'm, I'm going to call the welfare department. I'm going to call the city, and this and that. Finally, we turned around and said, hey, what are you doing, man? What are you doing to help society? What are you doing to help the drug addict? You got, you got a business. You got money. Are you contributing to churches? And he just stood there. I don't want to talk about it. You watch. I'm gonna, you're going to hear about me. I said, you know what? Your problem is, man, is that you're selfish. You don't want to do nothing. You're not, all you think about is yourself. Amen. And brother, we ain't heard nothing from him. Amen. You know why? Because it's the truth. Amen. This world doesn't want to hear the truth. Amen. All they want to do is complain. Amen. But I'm telling you here, we're not here to complain tonight. We're here to live the life uh, that God wants us to live tonight. Can you say amen tonight? Amen. Hallelujah. We need to set up some monuments in our church. We need to see some men of valor. I want to be considered a man of valor. You, brethren. That's right. Don't you want to be a man of valor, Brother David? We whoop on the devil. When I look at Brother Ralph, I want to be able to say, that man is tremendous. He's not going to lose. He's not going to lose any of his fights, man. I, I, man, I, he tells my my daughter, say, Daddy, can I spend the night at Brother Ralph's house? Man, I want to be confident. Say, Yeah, go ahead. Oh, hey, he's getting off into another realm. I'm telling you the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. You know why? Because I know the man's morals. I know his values. I know what he thinks. I know what he believes. I want to be able to trust him with, with my own children. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, my friend, that's, that's the times we're living in today. Hallelujah. When your kids ask you, Mama, can I go spend the night over so-and-so? You better know that individual. You better know their morals. You better know their values. Amen. Hallelujah. We're living in those days tonight, church. Amen. You don't want your kids coming home with funny ideas, doing funny things. Amen. I'm telling you the truth tonight. Amen. We need 
need monuments. We need memories tonight. We need to build character in our kids today. Amen. I'm telling you the truth right now. We need men that will stand up and say, Pastor, you know what, man? I'm tired of seeing you haul the long haul all the time. Hallelujah. Why don't you put the yoke on me? Hallelujah. Let me carry it for a while. Hallelujah. Let me prove to the church, amen, uh, that I'm not just a man of words. Hallelujah. I'm a man of action. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it's time, church. It's time. Uh, you don't need to be a minister. You don't need to be a pastor. You don't need to be a preacher. Hallelujah. All you need to do is be a man of valor. Be brave. Be brave, Joshua. Amen. We need young people with valor, man, with some backbone. That don't give in to this world. That won't give in to this world. That'll, and, and you know what? The, the thing about it is, it's not just be a Christian, but, but be proud that you're a Christian. No, no, walking walk to school. I mean, man, man, it's tough being a Christian. It's hard being a Christian. I wonder, man, I wonder if things are going to get better. You, you live your life depressed. Man, quit that. Stop it. Amen. How does that scripture go? Stop and be ye or, or stop and be ye as men or something like that. I don't remember what the scripture says. Amen. But it's something like that. Amen. Uh, stop be ye as men or stop be men or something like that. Amen. That's what we need, man. I don't, I don't know why, man. I'd give anything, brother. I'd give anything, Joshua, to be your age again. Man, if I was your age and knew what I knew now. I'd be the youngest deacon our apostolic assembly has ever known. Amen. Hallelujah. I was a pastor at the age of 20. I don't know how old was, how old was I. About six years ago. 21. But if I could do it again and be your age. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not saying that I would be a humbug. Amen. I'd still go to school. I'd do whatever I had. Matter of fact, I'd probably finish school this time. Hallelujah. I'd do everything right. Amen. But I'm telling you, brother, that the world wouldn't, wouldn't, have, wouldn't have even thought of it. Hallelujah. I'd have preaching on my mind. Hallelujah. I'd have tearing the devil up. Amen. I'd have exposing the devil. I'd have, man, I'd be a spiritual Rambo. Amen. If I could be your age again, brother. I'd come into the church. Amen. And I'm telling you, I'm excited, brother. Hallelujah. I'm just waiting for my opportunity to shut down the trash. That's going on in our church today. I'm not going to sit back no more, brother. I'm telling you, when we see something wrong, we're going to stand up and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna use our, our liberty and our expression. I'm excited to try it out. We need monuments tonight. It'll stand and be an example. You know, Joshua, brother, when he crossed the Jordan River, the Lord told him, I want you to take 12 stones out of the middle of this river, and I want you to take them onto the other side, and I want you to build an altar with them. I want you to build a monument with them. The Bible says that when the, when the river parted, amen, he commanded 12 men, one man out of each tribe, to grab a stone out of the middle of that river. And the Bible says they took it to the other side of the river, and the Bible says that there he built an altar. He built like a monument. Amen. And the Bible says that he pitched that, that them stones. He pitched them. He left them there for a memorial. And the Bible says that they called that place Gilgal. Amen. And you know what it was all for, brother? For when their kids would grow up, amen, and they'd walk by that riverbed, amen, and they'd just be strolling by, amen. The Bible says that those kids were going to turn around. You know why? God was concerned about the future of them kids, amen. I believe that if God was concerned with the future of them kids, he's concerned with my future today, amen, and the future of my kids, amen. He said, when your children shall ask... 
What meaneth these stones? Hallelujah. He said, you're to turn around and tell them about the great things that God did. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, my friend, that's the way it has to be. Please don't leave me alone. Please don't make me feel foolish up here. Amen. I'm not talking out of my neck tonight. I'm telling you the truth. Amen. Your kids have got to wonder, what does all this mean? Hallelujah. And then you've got to tell them, you know what? One day, the Lord delivered us from 40 years of wandering. Amen. He took us across the Jordan River. The waters parted. They're going to sit there and listen to you. Amen. You tell them everything that God has done for you. Tell them. It matters to God, brother, how you live for the Lord. It matters what you say and what you think. It matters tonight. These old Ephraimites thought they could get into the camp of Israel. Thought they could sneak in. And the Bible says that when they got to the gate, Joshua had already commanded them. Or I mean, Gil Gilead had already told them, amen. The people of Gilead had already been instructed, amen, by the judge. He said, when you see these Ephraimites coming, if you see anybody coming, you make sure that they can say the password. Don't let them in unless they can pronounce this word. What was the word? Shibboleth. He said, if they can say that, then let them in. They're Gileadites. But the Ephraimites thought they could sneak in. And the Bible says that when they got to the gate, amen, the soldiers would tell them, say Shibboleth. And as much as they tried, they couldn't pronounce it right. The Bible says they'd say Shibboleth. And right there in the middle, they'd slay them. Right at the door. Don't let it come in. Slay it at the door. Don't let it creep in. Hallelujah. Don't let it walk in. Amen. Once it walks in, it's going to infiltrate. And the Bible says it gives you the number of all of them that died. Amen. Hallelujah. It doesn't mean that they just tried to send in three, four, five. They kept trying. But the devil's going to keep trying. Amen. He's going to try to sneak into your house in every which way that he can. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, it's time, church. It's time. It's past time. Hallelujah. That we stand up and do what's right. Amen. And stop pretending that everything's okay. Church is not going to get better. Things are going to get worse out there, my friend. I'm telling you, the mark of the beast is ready to come in. It's already being ushered in. What do you think's going on in Little Rock, Arkansas? today. You think they got 326 top economists that with minds of, on the economy just to, just to spend time together just to say, hey, we're going to work something out? No, my friend, I'm telling you, this president's going to make some changes, hallelujah, but he's only going to do it under the permissive will of God, amen. And I'm telling you, before that happens, brother, I'm looking to be wrong, brother Mark, hallelujah. I'm not looking to see what's going to happen in this world. I'm not looking to be a part of this world no more. No, sir, I'm looking to be gone. Wouldn't it be wonderful if Jesus came tonight? Wouldn't it be wonderful, Baker? Why not? You ain't baptized. You may be seated. That would be awesome if God was to come tonight. church. It's time. We got to come into this church highly motivated. Highly motivated. We got to look like men. We got to act like men. Amen. Hallelujah. 
the greatest blessing that our children can do and say is what they say. Man, my son tells me, you know what, Daddy? When I grow up, you know what I want to be? He says, I want to be like you. That good boy, you know. But I didn't tell him I didn't finish high school. I didn't tell him I didn't finish elementary school. I don't think he even cares. He just says, all I know is that when I grow up, I'm going to be like you. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you the truth, church. Amen. We need that kind of stuff. Amen. I come into this church and I'm praying. I mean, I, I feel awed. Amen. I feel, I feel inspired by these little children. Amen. Uh, lead those little girls. They're so beautiful little girls. Amen. I come in here and I start praying. And I don't know one of them, man. Every time I'm praying, she'll run to one side of the pew. And I, I do this on purpose. I'll pass her up. I'll act like I didn't see her. She's got her little hand sticking out. Amen. And I'll come by it twice. And she runs to this side. And she'll stick her hands out. And I'll just close my eyes and speak in tongues. Amen. And she'll come and she'll finally stand out there. She'll, she'll crawl over Brother Lito and she'll stand right there in the aisle and she'll stick her hand out. And then I'll shake and I'll tell her, God bless you, Mia. And I turn around and just keep walking. Amen. I'm telling you, my friend, hallelujah. I hope I never let that little girl down. I hope she'll always remember me. Amen. Hallelujah. That's my pastor. Hallelujah. That's the man that used to preach to me when I was just a little girl. Hallelujah. That's the man that used to preach to my mom and my daddy. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, church, it's time. It's time that we lift up men and women that will live for God in these evil and wicked times, Brother Mark. We don't need sissies anymore. We don't need sissies. We need men. difficult to serve the Lord. Welcome to the club. We have found it difficult to serve the Lord. Is anybody here since you've been saved ever said a bad word? Oh my. God bless you, Mike. Have you guys all said bad words after you've been saved? Huh? All of you that have cussed since after, I mean, from the time you were baptized, one time when I lift up your hand, let me see your hands again. Really, Steve, you too? Nah. Let me see your hands again. You bunch of backsliders. Let's, let's narrow it down. Within the past year, Hector, anybody here cuss within the past year? In your mind. What? Any of you sisters here at one time or another since the time you got married where ever you thought about leaving your husband for one reason or another? Sister, come out of here. How about your husband? Did you ever? I better not say that part. We won't get our cookies. Amen. How many of you men have had bad thoughts? How many of you men have done bad things? 
from the time you were saved, you did bad things. Lift up your hand. You know what I'm trying to say with all of this? Is that God doesn't expect you to be perfect. If he wanted me to be perfect, brother, I'd never make it. Never make it. I just, I'd probably have to move in here and just have them bring my food here. Have them bring my clothes here. I could never make it. But you know what? Thank God that he didn't expect perfection. He accepted me as I was. And I'm telling you tonight, he's accepting you as you are. You know, there was a time, brother, when, when I, I would get real riled up and I'd call the church people all kinds of things. You little sissy, you little wimp, you little chicken, you this and that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You know why? Because the time, God forbid, but if the time should ever come that I fail, I'd want somebody to pray for me. I wouldn't want somebody to put their hands together and say, I knew that old preacher was going to fail. That dummy was going to mess up. And I told that to a brother this morning. I said, you know what? There's hope for everybody. You know the sad thing about it though is that you may have to give your life for your chance to serve God. I don't believe that backsliders, brother, are destined to go to hell. But what I do believe is that they'll probably have to give their lives to make it to heaven. Amen. I've seen backsliders make it on the deathbed, but they made it, brother. That's all that matters. But I don't want to take that route. I want to live my life here in abundance. Full of joy and peace. And I'm telling you, there was a time that I was impressed. Like Brother David used to tell us, he preached against brown shoes. Man, I was impressed with that kind of a preacher. He just, boom, 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 knocking heads and rolling heads and this and that. Times are changing. You got to show love to people, man. People are broken. People are messed up. People are torn apart. And if we throw them out, they got nobody to go to out in the world. Jesus said that the good shepherd leaves the 99 to go and look for the one. That's what he said. We're scared to preach that. We're scared. Wow, that's soft. That's love. That's not soft. That's love. The prodigal son is love. But you know what? I heard Jeff Arnold say one time, we're scared that people will take this message of love and grace and turn it into disgrace. That's not true. You know what? The more my wife loves me, the more I want to love her. The more I want to be faithful to her. The more I want to take care of her. It's the same way in God, my friend. I, I, I don't want to miss nothing tonight. And I don't want God to, to, to let us blow it tonight. I want God to minister to us tonight. Would you worship the Lord with me tonight? Hallelujah. I'd even go. I've never done this before. You know why? Because I want to consider myself to be a strong preacher. I don't want to consider myself to be an insulting preacher. I don't want people to look at me and say, oh, that preacher, all he does is insult people. I don't want to be that kind of a preacher. 
But I'm going to do something tonight that I've never done before. That maybe I should have done. Maybe I would have saved a few people. this is in the Holy Ghost because I've never done this before. Come on. Pray. Hallelujah. Why is it so hard, God? Why is it so hard for us to do this? You know what the Lord told me? Because you don't know what hell is like, and I do. Why is it so hard for us to do this, God? Because you've never looked death in the eyes the way I have. Why is it so difficult for us, God, to show love? Because you weren't there when I seen those captive spirits in hell. Crying and wailing. You didn't see what hell looked like, but I did. And I don't want anybody to go there. I don't want my worst enemy to go there. I don't want the person that treated me the worst to go there. I don't want the person that offended me the most to go there. I don't want anybody to go to hell. But here it goes. I'm going to do this is because the Lord convicted my heart. That once you become His sheep, you're His sheep forever. And He says, even if you leave, I'm going to go looking for you. He says, I'll leave the 99, but I'm going to go looking for you. You know what I want to do tonight? I want to help God. He doesn't need my help, but I want to help Him. And the Bible says that my sheep know their name. He knows your name. And they know my voice. I want you to get ready tonight because you're going to hear the voice of your shepherd. That you haven't heard in a long, long time. Are you ready? He's going to take you right down memory. I'm not trying to get you to cry. I'm telling you the truth. He said he saved you, washed you in his blood, he filled you with his spirit. And you basked in the presence of God. He said, I seen you weep, but I seen you dance also. Surely you couldn't have forgotten. Surely you couldn't have forgotten. I seen you pray and I heard you speak in tongues. I don't care what you perpetrate on the outside. Inside you've got a soul that belongs to God tonight. You'll hear me tonight. 
I'd have never done this a few years back. But God wants to speak to you directly tonight. And his message is this. I'll meet you halfway, Joe. For while the father seen his boy yet afar off, he ran down, down that dirt road. And he met his boy halfway. The Bible says that he swung his arms around him. You can't ask for nothing more. And Jovi Apando, you can ignore me tonight, but you'll never have a message directed at you like this one tonight. The Father's going to meet you halfway down the road. You can sit here and say, Brother Eddie's just trying to get me to cry. I'm not trying to get you to cry. I've got a cousin here tonight also. I've got a couple of cousins here. David Martinez, he's telling me tonight about you. Surely you haven't forgotten the joy, the good times, the peace, the love.